welcome to Women Who Sarcast. I'm Kathy Barron. My guests today are the co-hosts of Potty Mouth Poopcast, the shittiest podcast ever. They talk about <laughs> poo and all things taboo, and they were featured in the spring issue of Women Who Podcast magazine. Please give a warm, sarcastic welcome to the sister duo, Sarah Sophia and Carla Serrato. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for being on the show. How are we doing today? Thank you for having us. Yes, this is amazing. (laughs) It's so cool because, I mean, I've heard you interview a bunch of people and I was like, we're going to be on there. And it's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's not that big of a deal. I love it. I I love it. Well, I appreciate you guys taking time out, and uh, it's all a little hot everywhere. It's a little hot in here. Yeah. How about how hot is it out there? Well, I mean, comparatively, it's like you know, seventy three. Oh, okay. (laughs) But it's not humid. Yeah, and it's you know, yeah, like it is for you guys. Oh yeah, it's definitely humid out here. Yep. And actually, today. We're usually together when we record or, we, or, or yeah. interview, but today we're all in a different area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't know it. Coast to coast. <laughs> coast to coast. <laughs> exactly. So I love your podcast because it's raw and it's real. And uh, did your mom survive her episode with you guys? Because, I, you know, I want to know what the post <laughs> post outcome. She did. She did. She did. She did. Uh, she, she really enjoyed it too. After, after she kind of got the hang of it towards the end and she's like, okay, it wasn't, wasn't as bad. I think now she, cause I've been trying to convince her to do her own podcast in Spanish, like a kind of a emotional mental health kind of mm-hmm. spirituality mm-hmm. podcast, but in Spanish. And I think she's a little bit more on board now that she's seen what it's about yeah, or what it's like to podcast. So she didn't take you out of the wheel or anything. <laughs> no, not that we know of. <laughs> no, right? No, exactly. not that we know of. She was, yeah, yeah, like Sarah said, she was after the afterward. She she felt okay about it, and we got a, a very supportive response from mm-hmm. from a couple of people, which was which felt good because I was like, I was a little worried there. So I was like, this is a lot of deep personal information <laughs> and we're just putting it out there yeah it's so. funny because that's it's one of the episodes now that has gotten some of the most feedback so and it's all positive so far that's even great. our editor was like that was a really good episode I'm like okay thank you yeah. i thought it was gonna i also thought it was like who's gonna want to listen to this Ooh. <laughs> i thought it was very fascinating <laughs> telling her story of how she went back and forth from here to Mexico and you guys were born in Mexico and then brought over here. And then, you know, how your cousins were when they would come to visit you and all the things that you had. And it was just kind of interesting. Oh, for my mom. Yeah. 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 The different perspective Mm -hmm. of life and how things were. And yeah. Yeah. That was, it was a pretty crazy roller coaster for her. (laughs) I think still. Yeah. Yeah. She still has not gotten off that ride. Right. (laughs) Well, she's got you too, so. <laughs> she's strapped in for life with us. Who's driving the train? The crazy train. <laughs> oh, uh, tell me a little bit about your vision for Potty Mouth Poopcast. Um, Carla, you want to go first? 
well, our vision is that we're creating um, <laughs> a con- cat's got uh, her tongue. Uh, apparently, <laughs> an environmental condition where we, we are, where like people are open to talking about difficult things, dif- things that we find difficult to talk about now. So the vision would be for for humanity to be able to speak more openly across cultures, across all these different, well, nations, and just be more open about things that we today find taboo. Mm-hmm. Which is hard because like it's hard first, for me. That was great. I mean, we recently, not to you know diverge too too far, but we recently did our latest pot episode that isn't going to air for maybe a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, sex workers and mm. like that's a, that's difficult for me to talk about. Yeah. So it's like, I, I have to push myself and I have to be that example in a way, you know, we, we're really, we're, we're trying to effect change and be, you know, part of that conversation. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Start to start heading in that direction. Right. And that's great that you're stretching yourself at the same time as giving permission, giving other people permission to do the same thing. Yeah. I was really proud of her. Cause I, I know it is, it was really hard for her. I could even see it like in her face and like during, she had to like pause and like breathe through some of the things a couple of times. And, um, and, and, you know, just, just seeing her, even though we're comfortable with each other, having conversations and, in no way is anyone forcing us to publish that episode. So like no one else would ever hear our opinions if we really didn't want that. Right. But it's, but by putting it out there, it's like she, like she just said, the example of how conversations can go and just talking about things, even if you don't agree on certain things. Yeah. Yeah. So we did a minute mini episode. It might not be so many. We ended up talking, I feel like for a while. (laughs) <laughs> about um the va- the vaccine the big v mm. um, <laughs> because and I have different views yeah. so it's yeah. like uh... <laughs> well it's interesting <laughs> to me how yeah, something too... science and medical has become political and i think that's the biggest thing for me yeah yeah and and even not not just in those like broader terms but even just like humanity it's almost like taken as a character personality value, whether you get it or don't get it, it's now being like a, a attributed mm. to your character instead oh. of just political or medical or right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, big stuff coming, I guess. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear that episode. So I've got a little ditty here for you. Um, All right. Let's, let's. I was just about to say diddle us away, but... <laughs> <laughs> I was like inappropriate. Yeah, mm, I'm gonna have to like, x that out. I'll bleep it out. I'll go mm-hmm. when you have when you say things that you know you shouldn't be saying, which is like yeah. nothing on this show because you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I like the, I like the fart noise. All right, well, this great. is dedicated you to you guys.
Let one go. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so clear. The what didn't bother her? The what? The smell didn't bother her anyway. <laughs> Everyone Aww. loves their own brand. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was uh, kind of funny. And that's perfect, too, because Carla has, like, the, the character company. <laughs> right, Carla? You can, like, start singing that version. have your own version. Yeah, I was going to say, you should you should sing that version at the kids' parties. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll appreciate it more. You know they'd have a little giggle fest. <laughs> yeah, uh, little girls would probably just, stare, like, give you that one. What's that meme with the little girl in the, in the backseat? And she's like, <laughs> that one side eye. Side eye, yeah. <laughs> uh, how did yeah. you come across that Thank song you, it was on youtube um <laughs> i'm sure you can find it it's called let one go and it's by it's <laughs> it's sung by sarah brown and produced by nick mal and it has like sarah, sarah brown, brown. <laughs> it has a ton of uh views but um yeah yeah, I'm gonna have to re-listen to that and yeah, me too. <laughs> I'd actually and enjoy it even more. Well, and it has yeah, like the frozen now every movie behind it too, you know. So it oh, so it has the whole like music video of the yeah. Oh my goodness! Now I'm thinking like all like the the times like when her wind the wind is going and her hair's blowing. Yeah. That's gonna have a whole new meaning. Yeah, it's done pretty well because. Whenever yeah. the farting sound happens, it's like the other characters when they like, <laughs> you know, in the movie. 
I guess I didn't watch that movie. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, now every time I hear that song. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Somebody said not holding it in. And then I said, because that could be dangerous. Just like mm-hmm. it is for some fish. And Sarah said right. something about yeah. the video. Yeah, the, Did you so watch Kathy the video? Sent us a video. Oh, we yeah. I watched it like five different times. Five times. So I was like, <laughs> I need to remember this word, yeah. that phrasing. Because I was fascinated by the snake one where, oh, man, now I forgot the first hey, so part. So I made notes. Something Chloe. Oh, she made notes. Okay. So we're going to go through this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the animal kingdom, there's a lot of dangerous farts in the animal kingdom. So Mm -hmm. who would have thunk, right? Right. And they use farts as tools of intimidation, acts of Mm -hmm. self-defense, and weapons of mass destruction, Mm -hmm. like murder. (laughs) This kind of sounds like humans, too, if you think about it. Except for the murdering part. Although... (laughs) Yeah, you've never never been around a Sarah fart, though, Kathy. (laughs) (laughs) It's my uh, form of intimidation, (laughs) self-defense. There you go. (laughs) I need my personal space. This is the way I go about it. (laughs) So the smelliest farts are from seals and sea lions because they eat fish and shellfish, and it's very high in Mm -hmm. sulfur. So a lot of their farts so smell like rotten eggs, which... Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, Death. I've gone kayaking down by the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Yeah. And cool. there's this huge section of sea lions and seals. Uh-huh. And it's so bad to... Oh, so you've actually <laughs> smelled it. I don't know if it's the farts, but the urine part, for sure. It's pretty bad. Whoa, yeah. they're... Their urine smells like, oh, probably because it's like yeah. on the rocks well, and all, stuff, right? On the rocks. Yeah. On the rock. It's nasty. A similar wow. thing. When I went to South Africa, we went to a plate like, I think it's called Seal Island, which is a huge ass rock. And it's like you get closer and it's it's not necessarily all ro- like you can't see any part of the rock because all the seals are on it. Whoa. And, wow. yeah, and it's just like it stinks so bad around there. And yeah, you're right, Kathy. I don't necessarily know if it's the farts because there's just so much open space and sea around, right. but it's mostly just like it stinks like uh, like waste. Yeah, mostly. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so maybe it is just like a combination of urine and farts, seal farts. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of gross. So this is the snake yeah. you're talking about: the eastern hognose snake and the Sonoran coral snake. Mm-hmm. And they use a tactic called. Cloacal popping? Yeah. So what's fascinating and kind of like, what to me is that this, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but this cloaca, cloaca this little hole. Cloacal, I think. This little oh hole God. is used for urinating, defecating, and reproduction. The same hole Kathy, I was, for all three. I was fascinated by that too. That's the part that I think I was even more astounded by than the fact right. that they suck in the air through that hole and then like let it out as a big pop. Exactly. I it's was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. They have the seals the right. same hole for three things. That's insane. Uh, I was like, do they stop producing? <laughs> like in my whole mind, I went into like, okay, well, if this, I'm like, it sounds like a very efficient system, but let's see if I did it, I would probably like, I'd have to stop going to the bathroom or pottying for like a good month and then process, like make some 
make some juices in my body that creates this kind of like a sanitation that <laughs> let that out. So it cleans it out before all the reproductive stuff can come in. So basically you're pooping out a baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> and what Carla yeah, like said. Like rhinos. The queef. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a purposeful queef. Queef. <laughs> it has purpose. <laughs> yeah. I found that. I was like, that is fascinating. One hole does it all. <laughs> Anytime I've had a queef, it scares people away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it probably uh, startles you at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was peeing myself the first time that happened. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> it's like, that wasn't a fart. <laughs> like, ooh, let's do it again. I felt kind of good. <laughs> I was like, that was interesting. <laughs> Snakes. That is efficient. It's very efficient. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're gonna take, if we're going the whole God route, they were like, Okay, I'm going to take off your arms and your legs, but here's a hole that you can do everything out of. <laughs> what do you say? So, okay, would you rather have arm and legs or a hole that does everything? A hole that does it all. Offer is good for three. No, wait, two. I can't decide. What hole? Give me the hole. <laughs> Dude, that's how, that's how it happened. Scientific it away all like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, oh, so yeah, what, what were the, so what were the other um, uh, dangerous farts? I think I like the yeah. goats one too. So, yeah. And then this larvae, mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't even know yeah, larvae was cool. like operational, like functional. Like I didn't <laughs> even realize they functioned in life. They were just like this blob. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little blob, a just like critter with no brain, mm-hmm. right. just like waiting to be the thing that it's supposed to be, you know. <laughs> but their farts are deadly and silent, mm-hmm. and there's a chemical called uh, alimone that paralyzes termites. Alimone. But what yes. I want to know is why is it specific to termites? Because isn't aren't right? termites a kind of a larvae too? I don't know. That's I don't know. I don't think if they, I don't think they are a larvae. I mean, I think they go through the larvae state. But I don't think they are after like they they're they're a termite stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, some of them do fly. I don't know if they all fly. Mm-hmm. So apparently, <laughs> the larvae's farts are so powerful that a single one can immobilize multiple termites for up to three hours, or even kill them on the spot. <laughs> so that gives yeah, the larvae that's... plenty of time to eat them oh, when they're like that's stunned. Insane. And the larvae can mm-hmm. eat prey three times their size. Yeah, because I mean, if your prey isn't moving or wiggling around, you you have a time to have you know have yourself a little feast there. Yeah, yeah, and you're eating these things alive, though. Isn't that terrifying? If you're a little termite, just going about your day, and it's like, bam, you're paralyzed, and then you're getting eaten alive. But you don't you're know. Like, What's that sm-? <laughs> but I mean, that's if you're paralyzed, are you like aware, conscious? Thinking? Yeah, mm, I don't I think know. It for all of these, Kathy, I kind of want to know who is doing the studies. <laughs> like, who is studying seal farts? Like, who on the island was like, I wonder about their farts. Let's get closer. Or, But I mean, larvae how? farts. Like, how do they even find yeah. the larvae to yeah. begin with? 
that's gotta be tiny to hear the little teeny tiny fart or to see, or like, how do they measure that? You know, <laughs> where's the data? How does one measure a fart? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the control group. <laughs> so then the pup fish that you were talking about, the freshwater fish in Mexico, they feed on algae all day and mm-hmm. algae produces a lot of gas in heat when it's hot. So if the pupfish don't fart the gas out, then they get buoyant. So then they're yeah. easy for birds to come and eat them. But then if they don't fart enough, then their digestive systems like burst. And so they could die. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the reason I let them out. I don't want to die. From I mean, a- sometimes I can. I feel <laughs> yeah. like I'm dying. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've had those painful ones where it's like, oh, you held one in too long, didn't you? Didn't you, Sarah? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> or you ate dairy and then oh. you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I painful. can't do dairy either. <laughs> there was like there was one year where I really couldn't do dairy. I don't know what was going on in my life that year, but like ice cream, mac and cheese, anything <laughs> with dairy, I I couldn't handle it, but anytime before in my, anytime in my life before that I was fine. And then after like that year or so Mm. I'm fine again. I mean, now I'm still like a little bit more sensitive. I can eat cheese and Mm. ice cream and stuff. But if I have a lot of it, then it's like, Oh, oh, bad idea. But it wasn't like that one year where it was just like, I couldn't even look at it. (laughs) That's interesting. Maybe your body was changing or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, let's try lactose intolerance for a while. See if, See if that helps. <laughs> well, then the last one was the plane where it had to make an emergency landing because the smoke alarm went off. And it was because yeah. of the 2,000 goats <laughs> in the cargo bay decided to fart and burp. Yeah, I think, wasn't it because of the air pressure, like the air pressurized systems that they use on the planes? Yeah. That apparently it made them all kind of like synchronized yeah. burping and, and farting. What I want to know, was this a passenger plane? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, why were there 2,000 goats in the cargo? <laughs> I did think Everyone. that. I was like, they made it look like it was in the picture. Mm-hmm. Or in the picture. In the, in the talkie. In the movie. In the talkie. In the pictures. In the, in the little video. It showed it. it it made it look like it was a passenger plane, but maybe it wasn't. I can't imagine. I don't think it was. I mean, 2,000 goats yeah. and passengers, that just does not <laughs> <Yeah>. sound smart. <laughs> maybe they had a couple pilots hitching a ride. Sounds like a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous thing. Where yeah. did we hear this story about somebody was working in the, an office uh, back in the before times, and <laughs> they, they had a fart that was so bad that people started thinking that there was some sort of gas leak what? <laughs> and they were so embarrassed that they didn't they were they they just didn't say anything right away and then you know like the longer it took and the more people were like making a big deal out of it well because they thought there was a leak that they just shut up and they like called the fire per- per department and stuff like this oh and my god they, just, they got the day off because everybody's like well we don't know what's going like legit people thought there was some sort of like gas and it was just this person's part and they didn't say anything and it was getting serious and they were calling the police and all this stuff. And because they, you know, they, they didn't want to say they was just me farting. Oh my they didn't want to say who dealt it. 
Yeah, Can that escalated quickly. That? So that doesn't ring a bell? No. Do you, I don't know where I heard that. Do you remember where it was? Um, are you sure it wasn't you? You did this? It's kind of like one of those uh, asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that would have been such an exciting story to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, no, but mm-hmm. I don't know where I, I Which is probably I heard a dream it. you had recently. no i think it was just one of those like um calling your story or a different podcast um Mm -hmm. i don't think it was an article i read or anything it was something i heard someone tell a story like propane smells like rotten eggs sometimes doesn't it yeah 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 Yeah. it's all pretty gross so somebody needs to watch their diet apparently bitter toxic Mm -hmm. smell so speaking of diets since I don't know if, if if cows are next yet on your list. Yeah. But we can talk about that because I have something to say about that. Do you want to talk about that first right. or do you want me to tell my... You want, yeah. yeah. Yeah, hit us with the, with the info, Kathy. So <laughs> the most dangerous parts in the world are the cow because there's mm-hmm. like one billion cows in the world. Whoa. And most are raised for milk. That we can't drink mm-hmm. and meat that I don't eat. So <laughs> let's just get rid of them. I don't need them. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they produce a lot of gas. They have like four chambers in their stomach that continues to yeah. digest and regurgitate. And, you know, it's like a whole little cycle like the, in there. You know, the cows eating their cud or whatever. Mm hmm. I think I, I heard somewhere that that's why they are always chewing because like their stomach will like bring it back into their mouth so that they can keep chewing it and they swallow it again. Something like that. But I don't know if that's right. Wow. Sounds hella wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so then the gas that the cows emit is methane, which we know is not good mm-hmm. and that it's a major greenhouse gas with global yep. warming. So has anybody looked at the cows and global warming? I mean, where's PETA in the fight to uh, for climate change? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I think I saw a documentary once, but it might have been Forks Over Knives or one of those documentaries where it did, um, it like showed a graph of like pretty much all the cows that are out are just being raised for either food or to make food mm-hmm. and just how how that's creating like a huge problem for um it takes a lot of water for global warming yes and that too to keep them and and not only that but to raise like the to grow all the food to feed the cows right yeah 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 exactly so each cow releases up to 100 kilograms of methane a year and one kilogram of methane traps dozens of times more heat in the atmosphere than one kilogram of carbon dioxide. So yes. the stuff that's coming out of the factories isn't mm-hmm. worse. The methane is worse than that. Yeah, like a lot times over, right? Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, I it think- was only a, a small percentage of the cow farts, the methane from the cow farts that was making a big difference. Not that it, d- it doesn't, obviously. But I thought it was all the other carbon emissions. I think it's a combination, no? but I think the um, the methane is one of the biggest contributors 
towards climate change. Mm-hmm. I do remember seeing that. Yeah. So down with oh. the cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Down with Say, the cow. Keep, let's keep a few because they're cute. Just to look at. <laughs> Just to look at. They Pet are them. adorable. They're big old cow eyes. We'll do a little cow museum. This is what cows used mm-hmm. to look like. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say about the cows, Carla? Oh, that instead of being like, hey, we're not making meat anymore. Figure us, figure it out. <laughs> um, oh, cow beef. Cow beef. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're looking into like either like breeding cows to fart less what or changing their diet to 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 fart less um so they're feeding them like a percentage of their of their diet like seaweed oh interesting then, oh my god i did and then not I'm know thinking, this and now i'm just thinking like why don't we you know like why don't we skip the middle cow uh-huh. and just eat what they're eating <laughs> and just exactly. eat what they're eating just instead give, of eating the cow yeah yeah. yeah so exactly like i totally <laughs> do like a but seaweed yeah. salad that sounds delicious I, I read that they were doing that interesting um yeah uh i mean you know cows are humans too but maybe we can have less of them uh, yeah i think that's the route we should go is just have less of them and and find other sources of protein anyway. as what <laughs> Yeah, a, but, but, but but I am I do love seeing all the options there are out there now for um like meat substitutes and yeah like cheese and dairy substitutes. It's so great. Like now there's like you really can't complain. Like they're pretty good. Yeah, like pork and chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am actually shocked that pigs don't fart <laughs> as much as cows do. Right. <laughs> I know because don't they eat like gross? They eat like pigs. <laughs> yeah they eat apple cores right Mm -hmm. that's kind of like in my head when i think of what a pig eats like just a bunch of discarded right apple cord cores compost basically you read too many nursery rhymes i think (laughs) (laughs) using charlotte's web one too many times (laughs) that's what it is that's what it was thank you for making that connection pigs don't dance around quite as free as little wilbur (laughs) Oh, <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> so I'm going to shift gears a little bit and get sure. your um, perspective on. Um, Sarah kind of talked about wanting to bring this up about women who are like sarcastic, confident, you know, mm-hmm. their own boss, and they're called bitch bitchy or bitch or whatever i mean there's it's not very nice flattering names but if a guy does the same thing you know he's a leader and he's bro and dude and you know more positive Um, Mm -hmm. what have you experienced personally as far as because you two are very confident in my eyes as far as (laughs) women go thank you and uh (laughs) so how, in your experience, have you been treated by society or workplace or whatever? One experience I had recently was there were a bunch of guys and they were, <clears throat> excuse me, they were trying to get a, a car out of this like mud hole. Mm. <laughs> and there was a bunch of planks of wood and drywall 
and and they had been trying for like 40 minutes to get this to back this car out and i was like why don't you put these big giant planks of plywood and drywall on the ground behind it and use that as a ramp and they were like no we already tried it with a with like just like a two by four behind one of the wheels and i'm like but, but this will be like a whole floor a new ground that you can go on i'm like i see it in my head just do it just do it it's gonna work and most of them ignored me one of them was the one that just like was like no we tried it or what we're gonna keep doing this and they kept trying and they kept trying and I sat there because I was waiting to deliver something to one of the people, but they were too busy, you know, like trying to like get the dig it out with out shovels it. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then finally I was like, can you just try it? You've already tried all these times. Try it. If it doesn't work, then we'll keep thinking of other ways to do it. They tried it. It was out in like three seconds. <laughs> and it's just like, it, it infuriates me that we don't get credit for our ideas or for our solutions <laughs> to things. And it's just infuriating. If, I'm like, if one of those other dudes had suggested it, they would have tried it immediately. Done it immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, why does it make such a big difference just because I'm a woman? Like that just, oh, it bugged me. And and unfortunately that happens all the time in different kinds of scenarios and different ways. Like if I go up to um, a counter to like not complain about something, but to bring attention to something, then it's viewed differently than if a man brought it up It always be like, Oh, well, thank you for bringing this to our attention. We're going to address that situation right away. But we are so sorry for the experience you had or something, mm -hmm. if it was something negative, you know, but it just gets viewed differently. And that, just, you know, women are uh, like, I don't know. Hysterical, you know, mm -hmm. over dramatic. Yeah. yeah. And it's exhausting that we have to think about it that way too. Like, Oh, if I go up there and, and tell them <laughs> that this has been an issue, they're going to call me a Karen or, right. <laughs> or, and you have to like put so much effort behind the way you're going to present the information so that you don't get viewed as someone who's just complaining or being hysterical. Right. And yeah. it's like, why? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Carl, have you had any experiences like that or where you were trying to be or being a leader and being taken yeah. as bitchy or something? Um, uh, not that I ever mm, was told to my face, but mm -hmm. probably definitely behind my back. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it had anything necessarily to do with my sarcasm. Um, and it's, but it's almost like, huh, yeah, you, it's, it's, you have to, you have to be very strong, I guess, in your confidence. Sometimes I did have this one time, and because I don't want to veer too far off the actual topic where I was at, I was working, I was trying to implement this, like, I'm just going to say what it was. Cause I don't think I'm going to give it, you know, anything away about where I worked or anything, but we were trying to get a system for booking a bunch of different um, departments onto one calendar. Cause there were a lot of different spaces that we used in this department in this organization and mm -hmm. i was like well we could simply use google calendar you can have we can color code them and you can see everything and if you at all at once or we could see everything just by the different department by just clicking i want to see that one thing all the dudes because i was the only chick in the place were like i'm sorry dudes but yeah 
were like, <laughs> no, we want to have different calendars for each one. And I'm like, you can't do that or you're going to end up with the same problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not going to see what the other people are doing and you're going to double book the space like you have been for years. Mm-hmm. If you do Oof. it my way, you'll be able to see that problem before it and fix it before it's an issue. I had to repeat that fact more than five times before it actually landed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because they kept going with the no, but this. And I'm like, you, they, because, and yeah, if it was a dude, they would have been like, oh yeah, great. Let's do it. Show us or anything. And like, oh, oh, <laughs> it was just, and not, and, and not just that. Yeah, I was also the youngest person there mm-hmm. and they were all minimum 15 20 years older than me so that also had a big thing to do with it um but i will say i've got a lot to say about sarcasm um well maybe not sarcastic sarcasm i have come to realize for me is mm, like a defense mechanism but it also comes very naturally. <laughs> um, Does it so, now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily think that it makes women seem bitchy, although it depends on how you use it, just like any other like yeah. personality quirk. Yeah. Um, you can, you, it, it's all in the detail, I think. And then, so that's one thing. Also, like going through, um, you know, comedy schools and stuff, I've been told, and this idea, you know, has been presented to me that sarcasm is the lowest form of humor. Mm -hmm. And that pissed me off. (laughs) Because I'm like, I am very sarcastic. Are you saying I'm not funny? How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) You are the lowest form of comedy, Carla. I was a I was a fan did, but that's yeah. because I'd be too. They, and, and 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 you know what? I was I like I was a big girl about it. I'm like you know what? Let me think about that. <laughs> and I, you know, and I was like, okay, fine. I tried to use it as a learning tool, and it did it did help me get out of that sarcasm um, bubble that I was in, thinking that the only way I could get by was and and honestly to move through my day was to be sarcastic mm-hmm. um and it opened up all these other possibilities uh, for me to one view the world or like or make a or or make or have something be funny without it being sarcastic mm-hmm. so but i don't well, know necessarily good for you you've leveled up do. So <laughs> whatever. I also don't think it has anything to do with like being confident or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And as far as like the comparison with like if women are like I don't necessarily think that being sarcastic and confident come like are like go together or that are mutually exclusive. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So well, I, I use sarcasm on a daily basis and um, yeah. work especially because I work for a government agency. And how can you not be sarcastic? Hello. Mm-hmm. So there's so many opportunities. 
um i just can't not take advantage of that so um it makes the day go by like you can but you know i have been told in one of my evaluations that i um and this is probably has to do with me not necessarily obviously it has to do with me um that i don't suffer fools and i was like what is Mm -hmm. that I've never even heard of that before. You guys trying to trick me? What's going on? Uh, and I was like, what does that mean? And it's true. I admit it. So now yeah, I'm on a 12-step program of not suffering fools. Uh, what step are you on? Are you making amends yet? I think I'm in the negative. <laughs> I'm still on the the pre negative the prep. Uh, Um, Oh, Kathy, that was so funny. How about you? Do you have any? Well, I think sarcasm is definitely have to do with timing and what its intent is. Because I think you can be Mm -hmm. funny, and it's obviously poking fun at someone or a situation. Um, Yeah, and it's just you know irony as well. It's like, how can you not yeah. poke fun at that? Um, but it is hard because, I mean, I've definitely had to tone down my sarcasm because it has come up <laughs> many times in my work life. And um, I'm like, okay, I need to be more aware of what I'm doing, how I'm saying it. But sometimes <laughs> it just comes out. I have no control. It's kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. one of those farts that kind of sneaks out. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and you're hoping that it doesn't smell because there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Once it's out. <laughs> exactly. Try to crab dust a little. But I think for me in grocery, I, I was in grocery for like 16 years. There's a lot of favoritism. I also felt like the women had to prove themselves more to get promoted yeah. or to get certain tasks so i mean it's yeah, everywhere it's so infuriating yeah but you know we're survivors we just keep doing what we're doing and you know we still go after yeah. what we want and i don't think yeah. as far as the three of oh, us yeah. anything's gonna stop us from getting what we want so yeah if anything we could look at it you know silver lining is since we're so underestimated sometimes with um in regards to men and all the what they see or how they you know, all that take us in. Um, <laughs> sometimes we can just like come out of like nowhere with like mm-hmm. these amazing things. And then it's just kind of leaves them speechless in a way. And mm-hmm. that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like they put, they put us in a stealth mode, which sometimes can be very <laughs> beneficial. <laughs> right. I love how you put that. That is so spot on. Yeah, and then they're shitting their pants because they're like, "What? Yeah, ah, didn't see that coming." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's basically Ooh. what it comes down to: is you do what you know, you do you, and mm-hmm. forget about anybody else. And if you impress them, great. And if not, then it's their problem. Yep, that's how I see it. Very true. <laughs> So what's coming up for uh, Potty Mouth Poopcast? Ooh. Well, we did. We I told we told you about those uh, those two episodes coming up mm-hmm. um, about the sex workers, and then one about um, 
uh, the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then our uh, coming up with the our so fundraiser. I- we're we're gonna we're we're just now in the beginning mm-hmm. stages of a fundraiser we're gonna have for World Toilet Day in November. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is no, November nineteenth yeah. is World Toilet Day, and it's this. Um, it's it's a U, the UN Water Organization mm-hmm. has this. Um, it's like an initiative. There you go. That's the word. Is an initiative mm-hmm. for to to raise awareness about mm-hmm. the poor sanitary yeah. conditions of most of the world right now that they still live in really mm-hmm. poor water quality, sanitation, bathroom usage. Mm-hmm things safe water to drink and all that um and so it's it's called world toilet day on 19th and and i think it's starting to pick up a little bit more now with like how social media has been so useful to bring awareness to different things so we're gonna be we recently got um got ourselves a intern Yay! <laughs> that's right we'll be posting about this person yeah we'll be posting about yeah. all this stuff and that's awesome. um so yeah we're working on ha- having a fundraiser for this event <laughs> And so we're going to be thinking of like, you know, a challenge or a trend for people to start participating and and bring attention to the fundraiser. And um, I think what's one of the things that we're going to have, Carla, that we're for sure pretty much. Well, is it going to be the dueling pianos? I think it, we still have we're still going to uh, we need to make some moves with that. But yes, um, we're hoping it's going to be um, the main attraction is the dueling piano show and they'd. Um, MC and we'll have some other maybe acts coming through, but yeah, I think that's mostly what the main event. Yeah, so this is gonna be like speakers, a in person like comedy show fundraiser, uh, or virtual, virtual baby, nice virtual, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hopefully, we'll be able to reach more people that way. As far as World Toilet it goes, anybody can do a fundraiser. It, it's all mm-hmm. kind of like every, you have to take it upon yourself to to do it. Like the UN doesn't like help you with funds or anything like that. It's all have, you know, you will have to do all of it on your own and they give you a few resources like to like graphics to use and stuff like that. So anybody can do it really. Mm-hmm. We just, mm-hmm. Sarah and I kind of dropped the ball the first time we wanted to do, actually we were going to plan it for 2020 back in mm-hmm. 2019, we had an interview with a representative. Um, but then, you know, 2020. So right. we're going <laughs> to do it now. We're really excited about it. This summer we wrap season three, then it'll be, World Toilet Day event, and after that, hopefully, on to season four. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was telling Carlos like I think maybe we should break for the summer, just like uh, put out like maybe. Three... I did tell Kathy. Oh, okay. We yeah, were more episodes, mm-hmm. and then um, right. and then take a break, and then do the fundraiser, and then you know figure out what our schedule for next season will be. Awesome. That yeah, sounds so great. We're excited. There's some things happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And where can people find you? Sarah? <laughs> um, I can't even find myself sometimes. So I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I'm still searching. You can find us mostly on Instagram. That's where we're like the most on, which is uh, Potty Mouth Poopcast. Sorry, yeah, on Instagram and also Potty Mouth Poopcast on Facebook and on Twitter, which we are trying. I'm trying to get more on there. I know it's hard. Uh, it's, it's it's hard to be on so many platforms. Yeah. Um, but on Twitter, we are at poop underscore cast. Cool. So if you do messages there, we will see it eventually. But if it's more urgent, it's probably an Instagram comment, DM 
or post to tag us in something. Email. That's the fastest we'll see us. And then, yeah, second bit would be email, which is pottymouthpoopcast at gmail.com. Very cool. Well, thank you so mm-hmm. much for being on the show. And thank you. Uh, you have to keep me thank posted you. on your happenings. And uh, we'll definitely we will. see you on social media. Thank you. Absolutely. I, love our I know, me too. <laughs> I feel like we have we have like this whole other like life <laughs> right. on social media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Carla uh-huh. and Sarah, Yay. Sophia, thank you for being on the show. Thank, thank you so you, much, Kathy. Kathy. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast, an independent podcast. We welcome and encourage your snarky comments. Contact us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at womenwhosarcast. Support us on Patreon and become part of our sarcastic community. Visit www.patreon.com backslash womenwhosarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbasciani.